Today on the Just Read podcast, we're looking at 1 Kings chapter 9 and 2 Chronicles chapter 6. The temple has been completed. In these readings, we'll read the Chronicles record of Solomon's prayer of dedication. We'll also hear the Lord himself speak about what all this means. This time, let's begin by reading 2 Chronicles chapter 6. Then Solomon said, The Lord has said that he would dwell in the thick cloud. I have built you a lofty house and a place for your dwelling forever. Then the king faced about and blessed all the assembly of Israel while all the assembly of Israel was standing. He said, Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who spoke with his mouth to my father David and has fulfilled it with his hands, saying, Since the day that I brought my people from the land of Egypt, I did not choose a city out of all the tribes of Israel in which to build a house that my name might be there, nor did I choose any man for a leader over my people Israel. But I have chosen Jerusalem that my name might be there, and I have chosen David to be over my people Israel. Now it was in the heart of my father David to build a house for the name of the Lord, the God of Israel. But the Lord said to my father David, Because it was in your heart to build a house for my name, you did well that it was in your heart. Nevertheless, you shall not build the house, but your son who will be born to you, he shall build the house for my name. Now the Lord has fulfilled his word which he spoke, for I have risen in the place of my father David and sit on the throne of Israel as the Lord promised, and have built the house for the name of the Lord, the God of Israel. There I have set the ark in which is the covenant of the Lord which he made with the sons of Israel. Then he stood before the altar of the Lord in the presence of all the assembly of Israel and spread out his hands. Now Solomon had made a bronze platform five cubits long, five cubits wide, and three cubits high, and had set it in the midst of the court. And he stood on it, knelt on his knees in the presence of all the assembly of Israel, and spread out his hands toward heaven. He said, O Lord, the God of Israel, there is no God like you in heaven or on earth keeping covenant and showing loving kindness to your servants who walk before you with all their heart, who has kept with your servant David my father that which you have promised him. Indeed, you have spoken with your mouth and have fulfilled it with your hand as it is this day. Now therefore, O Lord, the God of Israel, keep with your servant David my father that which you have promised him, saying, You shall not lack a man to sit on the throne of Israel, if only your sons take heed to their way, to walk in my law as you have walked before me. Now therefore, O Lord, the God of Israel, let your word be confirmed which you have spoken to your servant David. But will God indeed dwell with mankind on the earth? Behold, heaven and the highest heaven cannot contain you, how much less this house which I have built. Yet have regard to the prayer of your servant and to his supplication, O Lord my God, to listen to the cry and to the prayer which your servant prays before you that your eye may be open toward this house day and night, toward the place of which you have said that you would put your name there, to listen to the prayer which your servant shall pray toward this place. Listen to the supplications of your servant and of your people Israel when they pray toward this place. Hear from your dwelling place, from heaven. Hear and forgive. If a man sins against his neighbor and is made to take an oath, and he comes and takes an oath before your altar in this house, Then hear from heaven and act and judge your servants, punishing the wicked by bringing his way on his own head and justifying the righteous by giving him according to his righteousness. 
If your people Israel are defeated before an enemy because they have sinned against you, and they return to you and confess your name and pray and make supplication before you in this house, then hear from heaven and forgive the sin of your people Israel and bring them back to the land which you have given to them and to their fathers. When the heavens are shut up and there is no rain because they have sinned against you, and they pray toward this place and confess your name and turn from their sin when you afflict them, then hear in heaven and forgive the sin of your servants and your people Israel. Indeed, teach them the good way in which they should walk, and send rain on your land which you have given to your people for an inheritance. If there is famine in the land, if there is pestilence, if there is blight or mildew, if there is locust or grasshopper, if their enemies besiege them in the land of their cities, whatever plague or whatever sickness there is, Whatever prayer or supplication is made by any man or by all your people Israel, each knowing his own affliction and his own pain, and spreading his hands toward this house, then hear from heaven your dwelling place and forgive, and render to each according to all his ways, whose hearts you know, for you alone know the hearts of the sons of men, that they may fear you to walk in your ways as long as they live in the land which you have given to our fathers. Also concerning the foreigner who is not from your people Israel, when he comes from a far country for your great name's sake and your mighty hand and your outstretched arm, when they come and pray toward this house, then hear from heaven, from your dwelling place, and do according to all for which the foreigner calls to you, in order that all the peoples of the earth may know your name and fear you as do your people Israel, and that they may know that this house which I have built is called by your name. When your people go out to battle against their enemies, by whatever way you shall send them, and they pray to you toward this city which you have chosen and the house which I have built for your name, then hear from heaven their prayer and their supplication and maintain their cause. When they sin against you, for there is no man who does not sin, and you are angry with them and deliver them to an enemy so that they take them away captive to a land far off or near, if they take thought in the land where they are taken captive and repent and make supplication to you in the land of their captivity, saying, We have sinned, we have committed iniquity and have acted wickedly. If they return to you with all their heart and with all their soul in the land of their captivity, where they have been taken captive, and pray toward their land which you have given to their fathers and the city which you have chosen, and toward the house which I have built for your name, then hear from heaven, from your dwelling place, their prayer and supplications, and maintain their cause and forgive your people who have sinned against you. Now, O oh my God, I pray, let your eyes be open and your ears attentive to the prayer offered in this place. Now therefore arise, O Lord God, to your resting place, you and the ark of your might. Let your priests, O Lord God, be clothed with salvation, and let your godly ones rejoice in what is good. O Lord God, do not turn away the face of your anointed. Remember your loving kindness to your servant David. That was Second Chronicles chapter 6. Now let's flip back to 1 Kings chapter 9. Now it came about when Solomon had finished building the house of the Lord and the king's house and all that Solomon desired to do, that the Lord appeared to Solomon a second time, as he had appeared to him at Gibeon. The Lord said to him, I have heard your prayer and your supplication which you have made before me. I have consecrated this house which you have built by putting my name there forever and my eyes and my heart will be there perpetually. As for you, if you will walk before me as your father David walked, 
in integrity of heart and uprightness, doing according to all that I have commanded you and will keep my statutes and my ordinances. Then I will establish the throne of your kingdom over Israel forever, just as I promised to your father David, saying, You shall not lack a man on the throne of Israel. If you or your sons indeed turn away from following me, and do not keep my commandments and my statutes which I have set before you, and go and serve other gods and worship them, then I will cut off Israel from the land which I have given them, and the house which I have consecrated for my name I will cast out of my sight. So Israel will become a proverb and a byword among all peoples, and this house will become a heap of ruins. Everyone who passes by will be astonished and hiss and say, Why has the Lord done thus to this land and to this house? And they will say, Because they forsook the Lord their God, who brought their fathers out of the land of Egypt, and adopted other gods, and worshipped them, and served them. Therefore the Lord has brought all this adversity on them. It came about at the end of twenty years in which Solomon had built the two houses, the house of the Lord and the king's house. Hiram king of Tyre had supplied Solomon with cedar and cypress timber and gold according to all his desire. Then king Solomon gave Hiram twenty cities in the land of Galilee. So Hiram came out from Tyre to see the cities which Solomon had given him, and they did not please him. He said, What are these cities which you have given me, my brother? So they were called the land of Kabul to this day. And Hiram sent to the king one hundred and twenty talents of gold. Now this is the account of the forced labor which King Solomon levied to build the house of the Lord, his own house, the Millow, the wall of Jerusalem, Hatzor, Megiddo, and Gezer. For Pharaoh king of Egypt had gone up and captured Gezer and burned it with fire, and killed the Canaanites who lived in the city, and had given it as a dowry to his daughter Solomon's wife. So Solomon rebuilt Gezer and the lower Beth Horon, and Baalath and Tamar in the wilderness, in the land of Judah, and all the storage cities which Solomon had, even the cities for his chariots and the cities for his horsemen, and all that it pleased Solomon to build in Jerusalem, in Lebanon, and in all the land under his rule. As for all the people who were left of the Amorites, the Hittites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites, who were not of the sons of Israel, their descendants who were left after them in the land, whom the sons of Israel were unable to destroy utterly, from them Solomon levied forced laborers, even to this day. But Solomon did not make slaves of the sons of Israel, for they were men of war, his servants, his princes, his captains, his chariot commanders, and his horsemen. These were the chief officers who were over Solomon's work, five hundred and fifty, who ruled over the people doing the work. As soon as Pharaoh's daughter came up from the city of David to her house which Solomon had built for her, then he built the millow. Now three times in a year Solomon offered burnt offerings and peace offerings on the altar which he built to the Lord, burning incense with them on the altar which was before the Lord. So he finished the house. King Solomon also built a fleet of ships near Etzion-Geber, which is near Eloth on the shore of the Red Sea, in the land of Edom. And Hiram sent his servants with the fleet, sailors who knew the sea, along with the servants of Solomon. They went to Ophir and took four hundred and twenty talents of gold from there and brought it to King Solomon. That was First Kings chapter 9 and Second Chronicles chapter 6. As glorious as the temple was, Solomon knew that God could not be confined to it. However, he prayed that God would keep his ears open to all who pray toward this building. 
but this comes with a warning. If God is going to claim this as his temple, then those who worship him there must be fully devoted to him. Thank you for reading with me.